sound of Stephanie Babiric's harp. The harp, in fact, is in the middle of a checkup by a certified harp doctor. Okay, she's not really a doctor. She's Rachel Galbraith, and um, I am a certified harp technician. Harps, I learned, are complex mechanical beings. Every lever, string, and gear needs to be kept in good shape. Rachel is one of the people who knows just the right tweaks to make. The hours-long process is called a harp regulation. I met Rachel at one of her appointments to see just what all the fuss is about. I was expecting Rachel just to be sitting there next to an upright harp, kind of delicately adjusting the strings, but... This was a full-blown, temporary workshop. Rachel had multiple bags with her, full of tape and wire cutters and huge pliers. There was even an entire tackle box of small metal parts, even safety goggles. Rachel was wearing safety goggles, in case a spring hit her in the eye. I mean, they don't usually pop out, but when you're moving the pedals all around and out of the alignment that they usually move in, then they could pop out and they could blind you if they hit your eye. <laughs> like, I've heard stories about some serious injuries, oh so, so I'm <laughs> pretty careful. And I, I did have one pop out and hit my hand once, and it, it hurt really, really bad. I didn't even know there were springs and harps. You can't see them normally. They're all inside the base of the harp. You know, the foot it stands on. Rachel had flipped the harp on its side and unscrewed the bottom of the base. And that base, I mean, that looked like a baby elephant foot. Rachel had to straddle either side just to get a good look at it. It was huge. This is a concert grand. Wow, 47 strings. 47 strings. That's as big of a harp as you can get. And they're heavy, too. Pedal harps weigh between, what the... 75 and like 90, 95 pounds for the heaviest. My mom is 95 pounds. That's like, <laughs> yeah. like a grown woman. Yeah. Yeah, they're the largest portable instrument in the world. Because piano is you know, the largest yeah. probably, but not portable. But no. you're expected to move it. If she sounds out of breath, it's because Rachel had just flipped it over when she told me that. I was very impressed. Actually, I spent my whole time with Rachel being impressed. She knew every detail I could think to ask about. Like the strings on the harp. Do you know what most of them are made of? Gut. Cow. Gut. Oh. Intestine. There's a big factory in England um, that I've visited, actually, and they get the raw material in the in Countess, and they have to wash it really well and dry it. And I think it's about a six-week process from start to finish to make the strings. They're twisted, they're like twisted and pulled. There's hands-on labor there too. Knowing all these details is part of Rachel's job. She spent a year training to be a certified harp regulator at the Lion and Healy Salvi Harp Manufacturers in Chicago. The harps made there are top of the line and so is their teaching. Rachel explained every detail of what she was working on with me. Back in there, all these terms. Jeez, these are science terms. <laughs> Needless to say, I had a hard time following along. But for the next couple hours, Rachel also tested pedals to make sure they move smoothly, changed out some strings, and spent a lot of time tuning. Rachel could spend almost five minutes on some of the shorter, higher-pitched strings. And then... Rachel was done. The last step was a check-in with the harp's owner, Stephanie. How is the harp in general? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not I, too much. It's like only seven years old. I feel like it's... Yeah. It, I mean, they, it depends on the harp how quickly that happens. Yeah. 
Is this like when your kid gets a checkup? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 parent has to be like, how is it? Yeah. <laughs> Which, in reality, isn't too far off. Harps are expensive. Rachel told me the cheapest model is now $2,000, and all the upkeep and new strings are expensive as well. And on occasion, all the money in the world won't help. There's a limit to what I can do to adjust sometimes on very old harps. That means sometimes the harp can't be fixed. Rachel will have to tell the owner that, well, the harp is dead. How does that conversation go? <laughs> sad. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? My baby. <laughs> but yeah, and be sad when the harp <laughs> reaches the end. This can take decades to happen. So you can own a harp for your entire life. Work through difficult times, experience career milestones, sit your children on your lap as you show them how to play, and then lose it. And Stephanie came close to losing it once before. It fell over once. <gasps> Actually, yeah. When it fell over, I didn't know if, you know, like the neck had broken or if there was any like permanent damage. And it's a very expensive instrument, so yeah, really scary. I'm like pretty atta- emotionally attached to the harp that I have now, so it would be a hard and weird moment to get rid of it and get a new one. Thankfully, Stephanie's harp is still in good shape. Actually, it's in even better shape now that Rachel has worked on it. Do you normally have, like, the one person you call? How does that work? I don't know. I have to ask her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, Rachel's the only person that has actually regulated my harp, so. Oh, yeah. And with that, Rachel packs up all her tools and Stephanie finishes her makeup. She has a cabaret show tonight in a rehearsal with her harp for the opera Rossini's Othello. While I was there, though, Rachel did get a phone call from a potential client, one who realized she had a harp sitting around her mother's apartment for decades that will probably need a little TLC. And maybe... Just maybe, Rachel will be able to coax that harp back into pristine, usable condition. After all, she is a harp doctor. I'm Leslie Nemo, and this is a Science Line podcast.